Welcome to the South Coast Christian Podcast. I'm Pastor Tom Westerfield. On behalf of myself and our entire staff, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope this message uplifts and encourages you this week. We're on a series in a series on gratitude, and this is our second week of four weeks. As we enter into this Thanksgiving season, we better learn how to be grateful, amen? I love this season, by the way. I love the Thanksgiving season. I love as we enter into Christmas. This whole season is just, you know, we got rid of all the demons, and now we're going into Jesus, amen? You know what I'm saying? Halloween has passed us. We're heading in the right direction now, and, and God is good. And, and, and I love what, what God's going to do through our church. We have so many fun activities that are coming uh, about that it's just going to be wonderful that we're going to be able to participate together. But it's also an opportunity for us to be light in this world. And so I'm looking forward to it this Thanksgiving season. And we've been sharing on gratitude. And the Bible states in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. According to the Bible, Thanksgiving is not a season. Thanksgiving is a lifestyle. You don't just find it in one book or in one location or in one time of the year in the Bible. Thanksgiving is every day of your life. Last week I shared on how gratitude guides our attitude. And I believe that's why the Apostle Paul spoke so much about gratitude and thanksgiving. Because he realized that if we put gratitude first in our life, guess what? It would lead our attitude in the right direction. It's hard to be angry at other people when you have a heart of thanksgiving. It's hard to all of a sudden be mad at someone when you're trying to be grateful and you allow gratefulness to to lead your life. It's really the heart after God. Today I want to share how gratitude affects our relationships. How gratitude will increase, specifically this is what I'm going to talk about, how gratitude is going to increase our value in life and in your life. Now we would think those who are the most talented those who are the most popular, those who are the wealthiest would be the people that would have the most to be grateful and for. So therefore, they're the, most, they're the people that have the most gratitude. But we all know that that's not necessarily true. Our status or our circumstances don't necessarily generate gratitude from our life. Gratitude happens when we recognize or appreciate what we have been given. You can be the most talented person in the world. But without gratitude, catch this, without gratitude, you will never really truly value the talent that God has given you. You can have all the talents in the world, but if you don't have gratitude to go along with it, you can just walk through that with that talent and just just plow through people and plow through things and never recognize the gift that God had given you and never be grateful for it. Gratefulness generates value in our life. It increases our awareness of what's important. So that that gratitude that we lead with, it increases the awareness of the world that we're living in. What's really important, what's really not? Let me illustrate my thought, and I want to illustrate it through a different direction. Have you ever been in a situation where you're facing fear? Dentist chair? Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Whoa, you know, especially that first time you've been in the dentist chair. Uh, Annette and I, a few years back, we actually parachuted out of an airplane, and we actually did it for a sermon series. The two of us just, we jumped, yeah, with parachutes, but it was crazy, and we did that. And I remember in the airplane, you know, I, I have this ability, I don't know if some of you guys do or not, I have this ability to be able to, when I'm facing fearful situations, to talk to myself and talk myself into confidence. 
I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And all of a sudden, I've talked myself into courage where, you know, I can do this. I can do, there's millions of other people that have done this. I can do it myself. I'm going to be able to handle it. Have you ever done that? Or even the district, I can do this. I don't have to panic. I don't have to cry. I don't have to scream out. And you, you talk yourself really kind of into faith. And maybe you even quote the scripture from Philippians chapter 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. What are you doing in that moment? You are building courage within you to face your fears. And you're, you're really doing it by controlling your thoughts. When we verbally, either out loud or in our thoughts, begin to catch this, when we verbally, out loud or in our thoughts, begin to show gratitude, to be able to recognize gratitude, to bring awareness to what's happening around us through gratitude, things all of a sudden become valuable. The Apostle Paul writes to the church in Ephesus. I love how he writes Ephesians 1.16. He says, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. I don't think those are just words that he, I have not stopped thanking God for you, church of Ephesus. I love you. I haven't stopped thanking God for you. He's informing the church of how much he values them as people of faith. How their love for God's people is impacting the lives around them. Paul's gratitude is impactful in two directions. It increases his awareness of their value. So when he is grateful for them, it continues to increase in his own life. Man, man, the people in Ephesus, they're so wonderful. They're so awesome. It increases that value. And Paul's gratitude also increases the awareness for the people in Ephesus that you are valuable to God. People of Ephesus... You need to understand how valuable you are to God. Thank you for who you are. See, gratitude shifts our focus away from what is trivial to what is really important. I believe the more gratitude we express, the more wonderful things that we have the opportunity to see around us. The more things that we see as valuable. But we have to start speaking that as truth. We have to start sharing that gratitude out of our life. Our current culture tends to focus more on what is wrong than what is right. Have you ever noticed the titles of most news stories are negative? I have a couple news apps on my phone, and I'll turn my phone on and just try to, I don't, I'm trying not to watch so much news on TV because it just kind of drains me. And so I've been just trying to catch the highlights or the headlines on my phone, and I, I hit my app and I look at, have you ever noticed how sensational the headlines are? How, I mean, they are like, they're, they're so over the top. I mean, you can't help but, oh man, I got to click on this. And you, you hit the button and you start reading and it's not that big of a deal. But man, by the headline, you think the world is coming to an end tomorrow. And so, you, you know, you click on that and, you, and it's, just, it, it's just completely blown out of proportion. But why is that? Why is 90% of all the news media that we see or read is negative? Why? Because negative news sells. In fact, it outsells by 30%. I read an article about a Russian news website that decided to do a social experiment and so they decided that they were going to report the news for the entire 24-hour period. Instead of from a negative viewpoint, they're going to report it from a positive viewpoint. 
So middle of a you know horrible snowstorm instead of focusing on the, the the snowstorm what they focused on was all the city workers who were cleaning up the streets where they they were plowing the streets and where the in in the city there was no snow in the streets because they would these city workers were doing such a fabulous job so everything that was being reported they they bent it towards a positive report instead of a negative report they lost two-thirds of the readership But I was thinking about that story. What's the, what's the greater value? The snowstorm or the city workers that were busting their butts to keep the city plowed? Come on, let's, let's be honest. What was greater value? Sadly, many people have conditioned themselves to focus on the negative instead of focusing on the positive. And I don't know about you, but I can fall into that category. It's so easy for me all of a sudden to hit a couple news reports to be able to go do this and all of a sudden hear someone tell me this and all of a sudden in a, even in a have you ever been that person where all of a sudden you're you're you can be sitting around a table and you can be sharing good news and positive reports and all of a sudden you're the one that be, but did you hear and all of a sudden you just bleh, you vomit out the negative and everybody around the table just goes and they're just quiet it happens to all of us. It can happen to any of us if we allow that negative double sin to take root into our life. And I'm telling you today, as Christians, we need to focus on the positivity of life and not the negative news. We need to, speak, we need to focus on faith and not of fear. Because you know what? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of faith. It's not that we... Try to deny that there are not problems in this world. But let's celebrate what is right and then continue to work on fixing what is wrong. But man, it's hard to fix what is wrong if that's all you focus on. You need a little bit of rightness. You know what I'm saying in our lives? We need to create an environment of positivity and learn to be grateful for what is right. Remaining in the negative, if you remain there too long, it will destroy your life. It will drain you. And you will not be effective in anything that God wants to do in and through your life. It's interesting, the Apostle Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus was filled with gratitude, encouragement, instruction, and hope. And it's all happening while he's under the confinement of prison. He is being tried for his faith and he knows it could lead to his execution. And yet here is the Apostle Paul giving thanks to the church of Ephesus. Paul recognizes that everything in his life, besides his love for God and his love for others, guess what? Everything else is really trivial. It really doesn't matter. He states in Philippians chapter 3, verse 8, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. Today I want to look specifically on how gratitude generates greater value in our relationships. I want to look at it from two directions. We've kind of already highlighted that. I want to look at it starting off right now from a vertical direction. Gratitude helps us value God. We live in a culture where many people don't put they put little or no value on God. 
Some people don't believe in God, others believe in God, but they don't really see what God is doing for them. You know, it's that old saying, what have you done for me lately? And if they don't see anything being done, then what, you know, what, why should I hang out with God? What, what's, what's that, why is that important? But just because you don't see value doesn't mean that the value isn't there. Many times we recognize value after the fact. Even sometimes we misplace our value. We think it's coming from this direction where it's actually coming from another direction. I remember when I was a young kid, 14 years old, I think about 14, 13, 14 years old, I had a good friend named Pat. And we hung out a lot together. We went on Royal Rangers hikes. We did, just rode our bikes together, did a lot of things together. And all of a sudden my dad one time uh, came to me. And he just said, uh, Tom, uh, you are no longer hanging out with Pat. That relationship is over. Now, my dad was never that authoritative normally. He usually let us live. And I was so mad at my father. What? Pat was a good friend. What are you talking about, dad? And he just, he just matter of fact, if you knew my dad, my dad was very gracious. He's very loving. <laughs> but when he said something, it was done. And so you didn't really push past that. You didn't really even even think about pushing past that. And that's how it was. He says, that relationship is done. You can, you can hang out at church, but that's it. I don't want you hanging out after church. I don't want you going out over to his house. I don't want you to be any part. I don't want you to be. And he never gave me an explanation. He just told me that relationship was done. And I was angry. I was upset. I was frustrated. Why? It made me mad. I had no idea that Pat had a secret life. I had no idea that Pat was using drugs. I had no idea at the age of 14 he's having sex with multiple girls. I had no idea all this has taken place. My dad discovered it. And he wanted to protect me from what could happen in my life if I hung out there too long. I didn't see the value at that point. In fact, all I was, all I was doing was getting mad. Years later, after I found out where, how Pat was in and out of prison, out of different, all of a sudden, Dad, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I saw tremendous value from what my dad was doing. You see, sometimes God is working in our life and we cannot see it. And sometimes you even get angry at God. You complain to God. God, what are you doing? Don't you know how much I need this house, God? Don't you know, God, that this is my dream job? What are you doing, God? And in the whole time, God might be protecting you. But no, no, no. I'm going to do this. And we don't see the value at that point, but we see the value later on in life. I didn't see the value of my dad's protection until years later. Today I'm grateful for his protection. In Psalms chapter 9, David writes these words, verse 1. He says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will, look at those words. I will recount, I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I, when was the last time that you started recounting all the wonderful deeds that God has done in your life? There are children who were born healthy. The different things that were taking place. The job that you were given. The house that all of a sudden was provided for you. The, the love that's provided in your family. I can go down list after list and list. We all have different things that we can bring value to. When was the last time that you recounted all those things and said, Lord, thank you. Thank you. In the Psalms, David is looking back and recognizing all those wonderful things throughout his entire life. And he just says, God, thank you. 
He recognizes God's, catch this, he recognizes God's involvement in his life. The important detail to understand in this psalm is that David is writing these words while he is facing his enemies. Just a few verses down in verse 13 in Psalms 9, the same psalm that I just said, he, where he says, I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. Just a few verses down, he says, snatch me back from the jaws of death. This is David asking God. It appears that David is facing a situation where death is imminent unless God intervenes. Yet from this dire state, David is thanking God for all the wonderful deeds that God had accomplished through his life. As you read through the book of Psalms, you will see this common theme for David. Continually giving thanks Throughout his entire life, David is giving thanks. No matter the circumstances that surrounded him, he is giving thanks to remind him of God's value in his life. See, sometimes we need to remind ourselves who God is in our life. Our gratitude will have a direct effect on how we relate to God. I will say it again. You should write that down. Our gratitude will have a direct effect on how we relate to God. If you are not grateful, think about how How you relate to others, if you're not grateful for them, how do you treat them? When we are grateful, it changes our direction. Let me share some some of the benefits of gratitude towards God. Gratitude glorifies God. We are called to glorify God. And when we glorify God, it helps our perspective and reminds us of who God is and that God is ultimately in control, not us. Let's all say it. Thank God. Gratitude brings awareness to see all that God is doing around us. And in James chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, he says, don't be misled. Don't be misled. Don't think, don't, don't, don't go another direction. Listen to me. My dear brothers and sisters, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created the, the, all the lights in the heavens. Don't be misled. Don't think that these wonderful gifts are coming from another direction. Every good gift is coming from your heavenly Father. Don't be misled. Second thing, gratitude aligns us. When we are grateful to God, then we are looking towards God. This naturally aligns us so that we can see God's purpose and direction more easily. And when we are aligned with God's purpose, guess what happens in our life? We find peace. For example, what happens when a child is separated from their parents? Most of who has ever been to Disneyland before? Anybody been to Disneyland before? Okay, there you go. Come on, confess your sins. No, I'm just teasing. Been to Disneyland. I have multiple times. I took my kids there. Been to Disneyland many times. And Disneyland can be a wonderful place. It can be the happiest place on earth. It can also be a scary place, stressful place. If you've ever been separated from your child, you know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden, your child gets separated. It can be a terrifying place. It can be a terrifying experience, not just for you, but for your child. And I want to give you a a thought here. If your child can see you, most likely that child will have peace and confidence. But if they lose sight of you, if all of a sudden they glance over there to see their mom and dad, and they don't see their mom and dad, All of a sudden, I almost said a bad word, something breaks loose. I mean, fear comes upon their life. 
God stopped me right before. But hell is real, by the way. Hell is real. And all of a sudden, things begin to go into panic mode. Spiritually, gratitude keeps our eyes focused on Jesus, which brings us peace. You see, when, when we start to go in panic is when we take our eyes off Jesus. If we keep our eyes on Jesus, guess what? When we are, Gratefulness, gratitude keeps us aligned with our Heavenly Father. And when we have a heart of gratitude, guess, guess what? When David was walking through every circumstances, every experience in his life, when the enemy was surrounding him, when King Saul was trying to kill him, he still had a heart of gratitude. What did that heart of gratitude do for King David? It kept him aligned to recognize who his God was. My God is almighty. My God is king. And it gave him peace. It gave him the faith to believe that, you know what, all things are possible. It doesn't matter what the situation might look like. My God can overcome any situation. Third, gratitude brings contentment. Gratitude is a reminder of what we already have and helps us to find greater contentment in our life. It keeps us away. It keeps us from always living in the state of being unsatisfied and wanting more. Anybody been there? We all get there once in a while. Paul wrote to his good friend Timothy. He says, godliness with contentment is great gain. Paul didn't want Timothy to be chasing after things. Paul wanted Timothy to be chasing after God. You can't do that if you're not content. If you're always wanting something more, if you're always wanting this, if you're always wanting that, guess what? God's just going to take a second place in your life. But when you have contentment in your life, guess what? Something changes. Gratitude leads to joy. Here's the formula. Gratitude leads to contentment. Contentment leads to joy. When we find contentment, we find joy. Many times joy is difficult to find. You know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden you lose joy. and You're like, where's that joy? It, what happened to it? It's because of the culture that surrounds us. We live in a culture that always wants more. And there's nothing wrong with having more. But if we're constantly wanting more we have the issue. It's a sign of being unsatisfied and ungrateful, and this immediately takes our eyes off of Jesus. It's what happened to Adam and Eve, right, in the garden. They had everything, but they wanted more. And then all of a sudden they became unsatisfied and ungrateful. We talked about that, and that, that ingratitude in their life led them down the road of sin. And then what they had that they should have been grateful for, they lost, and they always wanted back. See, gratitude realigns our perspective and keeps our eyes on God. Gratitude is a testimony. When we express our appreciation to God, it displays to others the importance of God in our lives. It's as if we are witnesses testifying on behalf of God's goodness. If you've ever watched a trial before, and all of a sudden someone comes in and they're going to share something and they're going to be a character witness. What, what is a character witness? It's testifying on behalf of someone that they know what they're doing or that they're a good person. They're a character witness. You see, God is not on trial, but some people out there put God on trial. And you and I as followers of Christ, we're character witnesses. We, we're out there proclaiming that God is good. God is faithful. God has brought me through difficulties. Listen to what David writes in Psalms 105.1. He says, give thanks to the Lord and proclaim. Say that word. Proclaim his greatness. 
Let the whole world know what he has done. You talk about being a character. We're all character witnesses of who God is. Now, his creation is a witness of who he is. But we are part of his creation. And we are to proclaim his goodness. Let our lives be a light and a testimony of God's goodness. We should be the light of the world. Amen? The second value, and this is a lot quicker, so just stay with me. Second way gratitude affects our relationships is horizontally. Gratitude helps us value others. The Apostle Paul continually gave thanks for, the, for, for others. As you read his letters, you'll see gratitude displayed throughout all of his letters. I'll just real quickly, let me just read some of the letters. Not all the letters, just a line from each letter. Philippians 1-2 says, every time I think of you, I give thanks. Ephesians 1-16, I have not stopped thanking God for you. Colossians, or 1 Corinthians 1-4, I always thank my God for you. Philemon 1-4, I always thank my God when I pray for you. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 1-2, we always thank God for all of you and pray for you. Colossians 1-3, we always pray for you and we give thanks to God. There's a continual theme that the Apostle Paul does. He continues to give thanks for others. Time after time, we see Paul giving thanks, and he's, what he's doing is he's valuing others. He gives thanks to others for their faithfulness in following Jesus, for spreading the good news about Jesus, for defending the faith, for the spiritual gifts that he sees that's working through them. I thank you for the spiritual gifts I see in you. He gives thanks for the knowledge that is growing in them, for the love that is displayed towards others, for the hope that they have in Jesus Christ and in their future. The Apostle Paul continually gives thanks for others. He's, what he's doing is instilling in value into people. And Paul gives us a great example of how we should express our thanks towards others. Let me show you how gratitude affects relationships. Shows appreciation. It's kind of like love. You know, you heard the old saying when a couple gets married 40 years later, the wife says, do you love me, husband, hubby, and lovey, or whatever else she calls him? And, and the hubby looks over at him and says, I told you 40 years ago when we were getting married, I loved you. If anything changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> that doesn't work. You know, it just doesn't work. I love you, babe. <laughs> Got that one out of the way right now. No, but seriously, it doesn't work. And gratitude is the same way. You can't just assume that someone knows that you're grateful for them. Tell them, I appreciate you. Thank you for what you're doing in my life. We need to display that to others. And it shows them value. Second, brings awareness. When the Apostle Paul was giving thanks to different believers, he was making them aware of the gifts that he observed in them. It brought encouragement to others and it helped them to value the gifts, catch this, it helped them to value the gifts that God had given them. Many times we don't see the gifts in ourselves. Do you know what I'm saying? Many times we don't see our own gifts. But when all of a sudden someone says, man, I've seen you, Pastor Tom, just, just this gift. I want to just say thank you for sharing your, you want to talk about value being added to me? All of a sudden, oh, God has, it's not pride, it's just like, Someone's recognizing something in me. When we do that for others, guess what? It brings value into our relationship. It brings value into them and their relationship with God as well. It brings encouragement. Man, gratitude brings this energy into a relationship. If a person is stuck in neutral, many times gratitude is the energy that all of a sudden is needed just to push that person forward 
to advance them into a, a good direction. The success of many people had been caused by a parent, a spouse, a friend who was grateful and showed gratitude and all of a sudden pushed that person forward. Years and years ago, I had a good friend who was writing a book. Or he was writing, he said, hey, Tom, would you just give me a manuscript? And it was just like a couple chapters. What do you think? And I started, and I was grateful for this person. And I started reading through, this is good. This is really good. And I told him, you got to keep writing. You got to get this published. And, and others were telling him the same thing. Man, this is really, really good. It's all he needed was that little bit of gratitude, that recognition. It's all he needed. He published four books. It was a whole series that you can buy. He just took off. It was all because someone recognized the gift that was in him. Gratitude also increases trust. It breaks down walls that maybe have been erected in a relationship. So many times, all of a sudden, we have something that gets erected in a relationship. It becomes difficult. And gratitude can be that healing agent that can help restore trust. Because it shows that we're thankful for others. Gratitude brings joy and fulfillment. Many times it shifts people's focus. It helps us see the bigger picture. When we bring gratitude into a relationship, it inspires us away from despair and hopelessness. We've all probably experienced that joy and that fulfillment when all of a sudden someone just shows gratitude to us. It lifts us. When was the last time that you've lifted somebody? Where you've encouraged someone? You can do that through gratitude. Lastly, Gratitude guides our attitude. And I talked about this last week. How if we just have gratitude in our life, it doesn't just guide my attitude. If you're a grateful person, you're guiding other people's attitudes. It really, it, it has a tremendous impact on your relationship with others when you practice gratitude. Today, my desire is that we walk away understanding the importance of gratitude not just in our relationship with God which is priority but gratitude in our relationship with one another how gratitude can lead the way towards success let's take the time and stop and say I let's say it again say it together I appreciate you say it again I appreciate you see it wasn't that difficult Sometimes you guys remind me of the Fonz. Remember the Fonz where you couldn't say, I'm sorry. You could never say those words. I just, man, I just blew past everybody that's under 40. They just went, what are you talking about? That's okay. I have this thing with older people, guys. You just got to get used to it, okay? We got, we got our own thing going on here. So, By the way, I read a research study that claimed that practicing gratitude made you more attractive. Did you, did you hear me? Practicing gratitude made you more attractive. You, ladies, guys, and it's not just ladies, guys too, save your money. Don't go there and start doing all the plastic surgery and the Botox and all that. Just start practicing gratitude. You can save yourself a boatload of money. Seriously, you can be catch this you can be good looking physically but that doesn't mean that you're attractive you know what I'm talking about you can be the best looking physical specimen on the planet doesn't mean that you're attractive true beauty that will last through time 
comes from within. That's where true beauty comes. And gratitude is that thing that leads us in our life where all of a sudden we discover true beauty and people see that beauty in you. It's Jesus. When I think of Jesus, I think of beauty. I'm grateful. I think of this wonderful man, God, son of God, that came to earth and he presented his beauty to each and every one of us. We have the opportunity to present beauty to other people through gratitude. Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, God, that your word is powerful and it is effective. It changes lives. It sets people free. And God, I pray today that there might be people that are either watching us online or they're sitting here in the worship center today. And maybe they're struggling right now in their life. They don't feel appreciated. They don't feel loved. They don't feel valued. God, I pray just by the power of your Holy Spirit right now that you just flood them with your spirit. You flood them with your love. You flood them with your goodness and your grace. That even though they might not be finding that value from outside, God, I pray right now that you would just put a security in them for them to know that they are loved. And God, I pray for every one of us today that we recognize the love of the Savior. The love of God sent His Son, Jesus, so many years ago, down from heaven to earth, to die on a cross, to be resurrected on the third day, all because of His love for you and for me. God, I pray that love would permeate through us in a heart of gratitude. In a way, God, that wherever we go this week, whatever we do this week, that we could take the time and say, I appreciate you. Lord, let those words fall off our lips so easily. If you're here today and you're watching us online or in this audience and you've never experienced the love of God, I want to give you opportunity here today to experience His love, to understand that He loves you so much that He wants relationship with you. And if you want that relationship, if you want to follow Jesus Christ today, it's so simple. He didn't make it difficult. He cleared the way through his own righteousness. All we have to do is make this simple statement. We just have to pray these words. Lord Jesus, I choose to follow you. Come into my life. Give me the power of your spirit. Help me to say no to sin. Forgive me of my sins. And help me, Lord God, to follow you. You say that prayer mean it in your heart and you right there have been adopted into the family of God it's that simple I encourage you to do the day you might have done it with me just now and I say man praise God thank you for doing that you might be watching us online and you want to connect with us in a greater way man reach out to our church reach out to the host online let us know because we want to pray with you we want to partner with you if you're here today guess what you have access to me anytime you have access to our staff, to Pastor Melissa, to Pastor Brett. Man, reach out and say, yeah, Pastor Tom, I just need something more. I just, I don't know, I don't understand. And we want to take the time to really show that we appreciate you today. Amen? As we do that, you show that appreciation to others. Watch how it will change your life. Thanks for listening to the South Coast Christian Podcast. 
We appreciate those who give on a regular basis to South Coast because through your giving, we are able to provide these resources. For more information about South Coast, including service times and ways to give, please visit southcoastchristian.com. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks again, and may this week be filled with new opportunities where you can receive and share God's love.